And I am Dolapo. And this is Terminal 234. Welcome back to another episode. It's been, I think, a couple weeks now, right, Dolapo? Uh, yes, it has been a couple of weeks. Apologies out there to all the fans and all the avid yeah. listeners. Yep. It is not mm-hmm. a I know you were no. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a couple people hit me up and be like, yo, where the plus, where, where's the podcast? Like, oh, oh, did I you? expected it Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and it never came. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. So we are truly sorry. You know, sometimes life comes up and Sometimes you just need a day off, but we are back, and uh, I don't think we're gonna be missing for any more any more Sundays or Mondays, you know. And even if we are, oh well, it just means that you get this season for even longer, okay? <laughs> you guys can see, you know, you see the different perspective, right? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be here for years, like ah, whatever. So you know, <laughs> hit up. I'm the- no, I, you know, but if we're being honest, usually it's not me that causes the, you know, the little hiatuses. So I must say, I'm pretty pristine here. I'm allowed to talk my talk. Yeah, well, keep keep talking. It's it's whatever. <laughs> How are you though? How's everything? Okay, you know, yeah, I feel like we're getting to that point where getting warmer outside mm. you know people are just like antsy and ready to just be out and about and so I, I i felt a little bit of a shift in the energy in the air what do you think oh definitely definitely yeah, like, the yeah. weather is beautiful and nice it's like yeah. you want to do stuff it's yeah. easy last weekend that we didn't record i literally just had like oh like we're not gonna do that this exact time okay I'm gonna do something else then and yeah there's so many like potential distractions because like people are outside people are ready to be outside with vaccines being available for the most part anyway depending on your age and conditions and stuff like that you know we're, have we're you gotten good. yours yet I was just about to ask you but I have gotten my first shot got my oh, first shot, I say, good you. probably uh probably a week ago now. It feels like okay. it's longer. Maybe maybe two yeah. weeks. I don't know. But I think I think two weeks. But I have my next one is coming up here in two weeks. So it's probably been a week. Um, I haven't yet. And I feel like it's mainly out of laziness because I feel like I've been sent a couple links that if I just got there quick enough, if I made if I had a little bit more urgency about it with me, I think I'll, I would have definitely gotten one by now. Because it seems like there's access, at least in Maryland, like if you want it, you can try and get it to happen. Yeah, it definitely is. It's not something that they're being really, at least from my personal experience, they're not being mm-hmm. too strict about it. Like mm-hmm. I go to a different county and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And no one mm-hmm. like bothered to disturb me. Um, so yeah, it seems like if you want to get it and you're able to sign up on time, if there's spots available, you'll get it. So it's been yeah, pretty Yeah, no, my, my post-pandemic resolution is... Um, to do things that like make me uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> once a month, have a different experience, you know. So what, um, what is it that makes you uncomfortable? What have you done this I month? Don't know. Okay, this month, <laughs> what I did involves things that I will not share. <laughs> wow, TMI. <laughs> oh my goodness, but no, but oh, there is like a little cute like new experience that i had this past weekend actually it's different okay. from what i had in mind initially and it's that i went to one of those like new trendy spots where you just go break shit like you know throw okay bottles yeah. at the wall and like smash it with a bat yeah i did that <laughs> was that that sounds like a lot of fun like i actually want to do that um it was pretty decent what i will say is one i don't think i was angry enough Mm. I feel like I should have gone there a little bit more angsty, listened to some more angsty music, complained mm. about something. <laughs> um, also, I was jealous because um, our group like split into two, and the other group got a huge ass TV, and our electronic was like a little—I don't even know what it was. Let's say maybe like a printer or something it was not. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I want a TV. Oh, I would have gone in on a TV, but. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, no, that sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like pretty much what you said, like a good stress reliever if you were actually stressed and angry. Exactly. You, you, you know what your... Sounds like. <laughs> you know, exactly. But you know what your post-pandemic um, resolution should be? I'm giving you one. Okay, what? Okay, to spend more time with your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny. Like, I'm not even going down this lane with you. <laughs> exactly what you're trying to do. You're going to come here while we're recording and start doing all these things. 
that you know is not real life, but it's okay. You know, you can paint the narrative that you like. You know, I just want to be friends with Dolph. I want to be real friends with him, and he just doesn't even like me. (laughs) It's so funny because you're doing all these like random experiences, and like I'm just at home by myself, like bored. No one hit me up to say, "Come smash TVs with me." So okay, Dolph. Okay, mutual. It's gonna be mutual. I'll I'll make that my secondary post-pandemic resolution as well. Okay, we're in this together. We're gonna be best of friends by the time we're entering 2022. All right, I'm down. I support this. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the episode. I just felt like chatting with you today, but um, we can get into our quick hits. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with the Grammys? Um, so I actually don't want to start with the Grammys. I want okay, to start okay. on a sadder note so that we can be happier later. Okay, okay. Um, so there. as people have probably kind of seen, or if you haven't seen or haven't heard, there were the shooters in Atlanta. Um, I actually don't have the article in front of me because I've like I always say this every time something happens and it sounds like I'm just being crazy, but I honestly stay away from like knowing all the details and information. Like it does me personally no good to know all the information, but there were shootings. Um, some guy went crazy and started attacking um, yeah. a bunch of Asian Americans basically, or similarly Asian Americans. I don't know if they're all necessarily Asian Americans. Um, yeah. And we have to, believe or we're being we're being told basically it's connected to the whole covid thing and just the general yeah. increase in attacks yeah. to yeah. asian americans which we've mentioned on this podcast before yeah, um, yeah. i remember you brought it up and i was a little bit surprised because i hadn't read anything about it and i just mm-hmm. it was crazy to me that we were still like that stupid in this mm-hmm. age but mm-hmm. we are generally that stupid like for sure we're still that stupid and yeah. it was really sad. Um, I believe people lost their lives. I want to say six people were shot, six um, or eight, eight of the numbers. So, uh, yeah, it was eight victims, six of which were Asian Americans. So not all of them were. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he did target um, places of business that were Asian-owned, like, as far as I know. So yeah. I think he knew that his main targets would be, um, or his main victims, I guess, would be Asian Americans. <laughs> so... Of course, that's why um, it's seen as a potential motive, if not the entire motive, for what he did. Although apparently, like the threshold of um, of proving that something like this is a hate crime is a little bit higher because you know there's just a lot more to um, to prove in the sense that, like with African Americans, for instance, there's certain like things like when you see a rope tied in a certain way or with a Jewish person when you see a swastika there's certain things that are more identifiable as like symbols of hate crimes when it comes to other races but apparently with Asian Americans they have a little bit more of a difficult time because you know there isn't that one universally known or understood symbol or certain phrases aren't as overt for Asian Americans as they are for other racial groups. But anyway, I say all that to say, um, I don't think that it's been fully verified that he's going to even be charged with the hate crime or that this is seen as anything racially motivated. Um, But overall, people have made conclusions that seem to be kind of (laughs) obvious given the circumstances. And so with that, you know, Terminal 234 as a podcast, Dolpo and I as individuals definitely at least we've expressed this in the past, past em- um, empathize or sympathize with the victims, uh-huh. um, given that we are immigrants ourselves. And we just, you know, denounce any sort of hate crimes towards any racial group. Like, it's so unfortunate. It's quite disgusting. It's quite, like you put it, like baffling that people are this stupid and ignorant. Um, but such yeah. is life, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really shameful stuff. And just our praise and bless to all the families that are affected by this. Um, because it's it's just crazy. It's just crazy that this happens. It's crazy that anyone should be attacked randomly for mm-hmm. any reason or for no reason. Like it, does, it just does not matter. You don't deserve to be attacked for <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah, and, and along the same lines, you know, it's, it's crazy because it's easy to read these articles or to hear the stories and it's like, oh, it's happening way over there. Um, someone was actually telling me just like this past week that there was a similar, well, not similar in the sense that an attack on people, but that mm-hmm. there have been upticks in vandalism against mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Asian establishments in Howard County, Maryland here. 
that is right next door, like literally where we live. And it's crazy because like Howard County, first of all, is it, for those that maybe don't live in Maryland or are not familiar with Maryland, Howard County is, is a quote unquote more affluent county amongst the mm-hmm. counties in Maryland. Um, it's mm-hmm. also kind of more diverse in terms of like, I, I don't know the numbers, so don't quote me, but I would say there's probably a higher number of Asian Americans in Howard County compared to other counties in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So it's for me anyway, I wouldn't expect Howard County to be a place that would be going through any of this. Yeah. But we are. There was vandalism literally at Columbia Mall about a month ago. And so it was just it just goes to show basically that it's right around, you know, right around the corner. It's next door to us. We live within it. And everything racist we always say like oh like we can't imagine and we can never imagine but it's mm-hmm. literally right there and mm-hmm. we never know until times like these come upon mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. yep yep uh, well um like i've already said it's so unfortunate we denounce it honestly sending all the good vibes and prayers towards our asian american communities um, those near and far. Um, and yeah, everybody, you know, I think we need to definitely unite and be allies for this group much as we he- expected and hoped they would do for us when we were going through, you know, a pretty intense time last June. So definitely, definitely, definitely no one had the mentality of like, oh, we're good now. It's them. Like, nah. Yeah. It's yeah. just as easily as it's them and it's not us at any particular moment. It can switch back. Hate is slash, not collective. Slash it's, slash, it's always present all the time. So just because, you know, we are shifting maybe our attention or support towards our Asian American group doesn't mean we're not still facing our hardships and that we're just leaving or abandoning our needs and feelings and wants. It's just, you know, sometimes in a time of need, we need to step up and, you know, just quiet our selfish desires for, you know, a small okay. amount of time. Exactly, exactly. Um, so moving on to lighter topics and happier conversation. Mm-hmm. The Grammys occurred about a week yeah. ago since mm-hmm. we out last week. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you get a chance to watch the Grammys? I did. Um, I guess I will make the, what's the word? The, you know the word where you warn people, basically? Do you know what I'm um, saying? I can't um, think of it at this moment, but shit. I don't know. You, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'll yeah. make this statement to start that um, I personally am not a huge fan of these award shows. Like, I think it's become very known in the last few years that just because you win an award doesn't mean that, not that it's deserved, but that, like, it's like the general consensus, you know, by the world at large. Like, these awards, I don't think, speak for all communities speak for all people who would be watching the Grammy. So there were definitely things I disagreed with. And there's definitely times where I like hold winners um, at arm's length where I like take the winners with a grain of salt, if you will. <laughs> so that's uh-huh. how I feel about the Grammys. But I still do enjoy it. I still enjoy the like, you know, the the lavishness of it all, the award shows and the dresses and like, you know, all of that. The Ritz and the Dazzle. Um, and this year, I think, was no exception. I think they did such a good job, regardless of the fact that it is a pandemic. Um, so obviously, like the audience, for instance, was pretty thin. It was mainly just people who had been nominated or winners themselves. Um, but Trevor Noah, who was the host, did a great job. I like Trevor. I'm sure you do, too. I feel like you would. Uh, well, I Trevor love Noah. Trevor Noah. Yeah, he's, he's our type of guy. So yeah, he hosted and he did such a good job. He was his um, funny, cute self. Um, and then it was very black in the sense that a lot of black winners, a lot of black performers, which typically happens that way where a huge part of the performance stage is um, a, the black community. But I feel like awards wise, they also stepped up this year, which was great to see because, um, you know, we all know that many <laughs> would say that these are very racially um, not diverse wins typically <laughs> i guess i could put it that way um, but this year something different um Dolph, i know you didn't watch but did you catch any highlights is there anything that like caught your attention that i could even speak to more so the only things that i caught mm-hmm. i thought that burner boy won for the best global music yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah to that effect for so african giant 
Uh, not for African Giant, for Twice as Tall. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, for Twice as Tall. Yeah, yeah, A lot of people, there's been a lot of conversation around, you know, he should have won it for African Giant. Yeah. The general consensus is that African Giant is actually better than Twice as Tall. But yeah. it doesn't matter. Burna Boy wins it for Twice as Tall. We'll take it. We'll accept this. So shout out to him. A lot of people online are very happy for him. Um, and Whiskid winning as well. Yeah, Whiskid winning uh, via Beyonce's... Uh, Brown skin yes, brown skin girl. Um, on that note, actually, Blue Ivy was the youngest winner I think ever, or I, <laughs> if not ever, she's like tied with the youngest to ever win a Grammy, um, because she won for Brown Skin Girls. So that's pretty cool. And then her mom broke records. <laughs> um, she initially went up with uh, Megan Thee Stallion when Meg won for I think Best Rap duo or remix or something and that's why she won with Beyonce because of the Savage remix so they went up on stage and that win initially tied her with the highest um, wins ever but then later on in the night she won for um is it called Black Parade that song she released on Juneteenth yeah um and people were saying like not only did she win um she won for you know a song that you know is emblematic of racial justice and some of her philanthropic work so that's pretty cool um so yeah now she's like the most decorated vocalist ever um so that's amazing um I guess some other notable wins would be that her won um I don't remember for what category but her did a great job um you know we love to see it our black women um meg won again a different grammy yeah sorry go ahead i think her won for the best r&b song yeah okay 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 it's for the song i can't breathe um i'm sure you guys heard i've heard of it so what i'm looking at it says better than i imagine oh so it's a different song she won for i won multiple ones i might be yeah. yeah She could have, she could have. Um, and yeah, speaking of multiple wins, Meg, like I was mentioning, one for Best New Artist. So that's great. She bit out some great candidates or um, nominees. So we're glad to see that. And she performed. She did a great job performing. She performed with Cardi. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, much like when the song came out and people had their issues, people also had the issues with this, the performance. It was very... Um, sexually charged if you will um very raunchy as i've heard um but i thought it was great it was entertainment you know and like cardi likes to say i'm not raising your kids it was a sunday send them to bed have them do their homework blah 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 so um but overall good night i loved seeing um the baby win little baby or i don't know that the baby win i meant the baby perform um little baby also performed and you know me, Delapo, you know I like some pop music. So Harry Styles performed and won. Dua Lipa performed and won. Like some of my favorites. People that you guys have heard me talk about here. Billie Eilish performed and won. So people that you guys have heard me speak about many a times. And you can tell I have great taste in pop music then. Because if the one, if there's one thing I guess the Grammys kind of sort of gets right, I guess it is like the pop genre. So yeah. So I have nothing else to say. We can move on. Do you want to do our tunes of the week since we're already on the um, music topic and then we can get into our main topic for the day? Yeah, no, we should. We should for sure. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone that won a Grammy. I'm just looking at the list of winners. I'm just like, who are these people? What are these <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I know that I'm not listening to quote-unquote pop music as much as maybe I used to in the past. So, like, other mm-hmm. people are obviously... But mm-hmm. even like just crazy. Even like we're not we're not gonna talk about it because we're gonna be positive. But even all the Beyonce wins, like come on, like we we're kidding, right? Like there's like John Legend won R&B album of the year. Mm-hmm. He had an album, but you know it's it's we're gonna say it's me. Okay, not yeah. the I will no 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 it's not you. I will say look the word I was thinking of before was caveat. Like the caveat I wanted to make is that like <laughs> yeah it wasn't done to like this great magnitude where everybody that won was supposed to win or all the nominees made sense like freaking for best rap album like they didn't nominate like people like pop smoke and roddy rich like what are we doing here like mm-hmm. huh like so i'm an r&b like they had people i think it was a fully male group where there were many females who released amazing R&B albums in 2020. So things like that, it's like, okay. And that's, again, why I kind of said, if there's one thing they kind of get right is the pop genre, which is predominantly white. Um, But all the other genres that, you know, I typically find myself listening to, 
I can't say they did that great. Um, Kei Trinata did win, though. Kei Trinata is one of the few people in the electronic space that is Black or of color. So it's great that he won. I think he was, like, the first, like, Black person to ever win, I think, that category. So hmm. shout out to him. St. John also won some. So that's what I mean by, like, it was pretty Black. I think the there was a Black country singer. Like, you know, Black people don't be in country that much. But there was a Black country singer that was nominated for a ton of shit. She performed. So, like, things like that I liked to see. But yeah, of course they're not perfect. They didn't get it all right, but they tried. Okay. They tried. <laughs> yeah, no, right. let's talk about our music for the week. Um, do you want to start? Um damn, sure. I mean, I know these are usually shout-outs, but the songs I music I listen to, I wasn't so into. Like I listened to the new Justin Bieber album and I was like, Movie. I don't think Justin Bieber is ever gonna do an album as good as Purpose like ever again. Like this album was kind of weak, and like it's called Justice. And oh, it's it like album. I thought you were saying you liked it. No, I wasn't really a fan. Like it starts with like a Justice themed like um, audio, and then there it's like sprinkled throughout the album. But like most of the songs are about his wife and being in love and all that shit. So I'm like. I don't really get it. The, the messaging was all... I don't know. I guess I just say that to say I haven't listened to any great music lately. Huh. Um, what I did have is like a throwback that I listened to a couple of days ago that I'm like, oh, I love this song. It's a gem. Nobody really ever plays it or listens to it. So I feel like it's going to be new to most of our audience. It's called Twice by Little Dragon. should check out the song it's a pretty old song but i love it and i think you'll like it too okay yeah i have no idea who that is so i'm excited to hear it twice mm-hmm. but yeah and no, i feel like i heard some positive things about the justin bieber album or at least a couple of his songs yeah but, maybe some songs yeah i try to stay away from justin bieber you know <laughs> yeah he's a little problematic um i do ah, so he's problematic i feel like you listen to many problematic artists yeah but not like chris brown who like you some chris brown i can i can pick and choose the ones i listen to and i've never <laughs> listened to a chris brown album because like who's listened to 100 songs you know so it's kind of <laughs> make that decision um yeah. i think has a song with burner boy an album i don't know if it's good but i feel like i've heard positive things about the song mm-hmm. so yeah you know whatever it's 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 out there it's happening um mm-hmm. My song, I was trying to think of which line to go, but I'll, I'll go Nigerian. I'll go Nigerian. Um, it's going to be a song by Thames, our girl Thames. We talk about Ooh, Thames, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she has a song called Damages. It's not new per se, but it's probably her top three or four biggest songs that she's released. I feel like I've heard it. I'm sure you probably have. It's a very yeah. good song. Um, so definitely check that out. Damages by Thames. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Back then when I was a new youngin, Charlie was tryna run on me. I've been, I've been going on my own. I've been, I've been doing things unknown. It's a day one, you running right. It's a, it's a great song. I like this. Um. Oh, shall we talk about our main topic of the day? Yeah, but um, before we do, let's lead into it with some, um, I guess, some bonus quick hits, you know? And this quick hit prompted our conversation that we're going to have um, in this episode. But yeah, let's tee them up. Tell us a little bit about Sweetie and Quavo. All right. So for the uninitiated, if you're out there, you don't know anything, it's okay. Terminal 234 is here for you. Uh, we got you. <laughs> Quavo and Sweetie. <laughs> Are you know two of the our favorite or one of our favorite like hip hop couples of recent mm-hmm. times? Mm-hmm. Um, they have split officially. 
Yeah, so I think during the week or just about on the cusp of the weekend, I, I want to say Friday, but it might be Thursday. You know, people get bored. They don't know what to do with themselves. And someone out there noticed that they don't follow each other on social media anymore. So it became a whole thing. And then Sariti came out and basically put out on Twitter like a statement where she just said that I am single and, um, you know, paraphrasing here, but she said she's single and she was tired of being hurt by, um, she didn't call him by name, but like obviously Quavo. Um, mm. and she um, basically said that he cheated on her multiple times and she was done with it. Quavo responded. He said that Sariti is not the woman that he thought that she was. <laughs> you know, yeah. they were like, oh, wow, he's learning from future. That's crazy. And the, the latest update as of this recording is that Quavo is asking for his car back because I think he gift, he gifted her a car. Um, mm. And I want to say she gifted him a car. I don't know. There's, they've done a There's lot always of- car gifting in this. Yeah, so there's yeah. always car gifting. There's always a lot of blinging and sharing. Yeah. And we've seen it all on social media. That's why mm. I know that all this has happened for sure. Um, so, you know, it's a very, I don't want to say sad because that's not really the tone that most people have. Maybe for them personally, it's sad. But, you know, the internet, social media, the fans, people are kind of just having a lot of fun with it. And it's sparking a lot of different conversations. Um, I feel like every time somebody in this like group, like this, like, like there's a group, we all know the group, we all know what I'm talking about, but there's like, not even just like the popular, um, like celebrity ones, like a sweetie, um, who's equally, if not, I guess, yeah, equally, um, popular to her partner or cardi b um there's also ones where like the person that they're with is obviously more famous than them but they're just known in these streets like i think g herbo has a bay that everybody knows i don't know her name but if you know you know or little baby has a bay that everybody knows if you know you know it's like one of those things that there's this group who dates all like the pop and rappers right now and i feel like every time there's a breakup like i think the baby recently had a breakup with i think it might be mulatto or one of those girls again I don't really be knowing these people's names, but there's a group and people always are so ready to like be on the attack, create the memes, laugh at their pay. Like nobody's ever like, oh, so sad. And I don't know why. Like these people are in just as legitimate of a relationship as like, you know, the Jada and the Will Smiths of the world. But no, nobody seems to care. Um, so yeah, to your point, I feel like the internet has just been having a lot of fun with this breakup. The memes have been on fire, you know, but nobody has stopped to be like, oh, like... Yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, I know some people probably like felt bad for Sariti just because you know, whenever it's the whole been cheated on type mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. Like people can kind of identify and relate. So, I've seen some of that. Definitely, no one sympathizing with Quavo. Um, but like always, we never know what the real story is, you never know what mm-hmm. really happened. A relationship between two people is exactly that it's between two people, right? So, we'll never ever completely understand, and it's not really for us to understand. It's for us to consume and to, you know, do whatever we do with it. Um, But one of the most interesting aspects of it, I think, is not really, not so much the gift given and all that kind of stuff, but it's the sharing of their relationship, right? Because Mm -hmm. like you talk about all these people, I think the common thing is not just that these are two famous people in these relationships, Mm -hmm. is that they choose to share a lot of their relationships. I guess that's very true. It's like they they share so much of their relationships that their relationships are almost like social media relationships. Like we expect to be able to go on their social media and see what's happening with them Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they always Mm -hmm. post. So literally, even if they don't post each other for for like an extended amount of time, we'll probably figure out like what's going on. Why haven't you posted each other? Like what's, I haven't seen a cute video in a while. And, and, you know, some of it is natural. People sharing their lives. I also think some of it is like for show. It's like we're doing this so that people will see what we're doing. Um, And that's when you get the whole, you know, relationship goals, which is like a whole other thing. And that's the conversation I want us to have, right, is mm-hmm. being in a relationship. For us, we're normal people, so it's a different kind of conversation anyway. But I think at the root of it, it's still the same thing. It's so It still comes down to how much of your relationship do you share with the public, with people that are not in your relationship, that maybe they care, maybe they don't. But ultimately, how much of it do you share with people? Mm-hmm. Um, social media in real life, however, and I'll kind of start off with you, like, 
for you, do you have a hard rule on that? Or is that something that you think it depends on the person, depends on the relationship, depends on what stage you are in that whole thing? Well, but you already know my answer, so I don't even know why you're asking. Because the way you worded that, you know which one I would say. Oh, so you're going to tell me that, oh, it depends on Of course. Oh. You know, it depends on every little aspect. Um, I think overall, though, my natural inclination is to not, like, I'm like, if I'm on a date, I'm not the person that's going to like take a picture with the plate and like the guy's hand showing on the side. Like, I don't even make hints about it. Like, so I don't really care to like make it a point. Like, I barely like post on my like actual Instagram on my own. So, mm-hmm. like, now to think that, okay, I would now go out of my way to make sure I do with him seems far fetched to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, I. Like I like you kind of alluded to, I'm a depends person. So maybe I'll find myself so madly in love I have to share. Yeah. Or especially, you know, maybe if um I'm engaged to somebody or something like that, some, something major happens in the relationship, then maybe. But like natural inclination is to say no. Like I don't really see myself doing that. I feel like I, I mean I think I know your answer. You're pretty much the same. You're not so PDA on social media. Yeah, it's it's safe to say that I'm not, but at the same time, I think that I I'm way more open to it than maybe my actual life is, if that makes sense, right? Like I'm way more open to like sharing stuff, but for mm. me, like it's so much. It's it's about why you're sharing for me personally, right? Because mm. like I said, a lot of people share stuff like to kind of show off or like to have. The, the reaction, the feedback. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my God. So mm-hmm. I like how you're doing this, that, and the other. And it's like, it when you start doing it for those types of reasons, to me, it makes it not real, right? It's like, I don't want to get my girlfriend a gift so that she can post it on social media and tell everyone that I got her the gift. And now she's happy because her friends are looking at her like, oh, you have a good boyfriend. And then, yeah. that made, like, I don't want to do that. Like, if I want to get her a gift, yeah. it's because That's I want to get her a gift. That's so much pressure. Once yeah. you add the social media element, there's pressure. Like, there's unspoken pressure that both parties are going to feel. The person sharing and the person that's being shared. It's yeah. like, you know, especially because I feel like you're saying exactly what it is. When you do it, you're looking for some sort of validation. So... Mm-hmm there's no way that that doesn't add pressure to it because if you don't get the type of response you're expecting, you're not going to love it. And if you do get the type of your response you're, you're getting, then you're going to feel the need to live up to that. Like, Oh, we do need to be relationship goals. Even when you're not like, let's say you had a moment where everything was easy breezy for like months and you were posting all the time. And now let's say things kind of take a dip, but because you're trying to live up to something you've created for yourself, you're going to feel pressure to keep sharing, even if your relationship isn't the greatest. Yeah. So then you're forcing moments, you're forcing like organic re- like reactions to things that don't really have that reaction. Like, you know, smile, even if the person that you're taking a picture with is not really in the mood to smile, you know, like you're forcing a lot of things. So it's like, why not just eliminate the potential for that? But then some people would say that's being pessimistic. Like, who knows if it's ever going to wear off? Maybe you will be that relationship that nine times out of 10, you're in a great mood and you do always want to share yourselves. And it's like, why hold yourself back for a future feeling that you don't know is going to come? So I also get the other end of it where people are like, stop thinking about when this goes bad. Just live in the moment. And if you want to share now share now yeah and i'm definitely i'm definitely like a supporter of like live in the moment don't yeah. worry about all the possibilities but at the same time i think the point i was trying to make is you can live in the moment but you can still like make sure the moment is real right like mm-hmm. don't create a moment so that you can have a picture or a video that yeah. you can share don't do that but if your moment yeah. is real like there's no problem at all if you legit are having fun and you take a picture and post it i think that for me there's always like a level of control or restriction right like okay you might have a million great moments that happen naturally probably don't want to post um, all 100 percent of them right like pick and choose the moments try to make it where it's not like overwhelming because as much as people will like your pictures and will comment and all and you get like positive feedback sometimes it's not real and it doesn't do anything for you like you said it only creates situations that are not real. It only creates pressure that you don't need to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
But for me, I have no issue sharing. I have no issue posting someone if I'm really with someone and I'm happy. And, you know, I think it's natural. The, for me, my biggest thing, what I feel strongest about when it comes to PDA is people that are like 100% against it. People that are like, I will never. That's the part that I'm like, oh, like, I don't know why you feel so strongly about it. Yeah, That's weird. I agree. Like, what is, especially like, let's say you're with a partner where they do need that to feel a little bit more secure. I'm not saying that, okay, now you have to post like every other day. But if they're like, but like, it's our anniversary and we do have pictures that you can put, like, there's no reason, like, why? Like, I kind of want this or I need, like, I expect this from you. I think Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be an issue with your um, partner conceding. Like, if my partner was more interested in sharing than I am, I also wouldn't hold them back per se. You know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm not so keen on it on my end, but they also have their own social media. If they do, if they do feel the need to share, I think I could be open to it again, but within reason, because like, I also, I, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I do find it a little bit cheesy corny when like, there is that couple that every two seconds, like they basically have a joint Instagram at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, but that's just me. But again, also, people can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, if that's what they need to feel good, to each their own. Of course, yeah. People can definitely do whatever they want. But, like, to your point, I think how frequently you do it is a huge factor. And a lot of times it does come down to who you're with. Like, it comes down Mm -hmm. to what the other person needs or wants Mm -hmm. or likes or doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because there are some people that want to be posted. Or there are some people that want to post you if you're the person Mm -hmm. you're with. And Mm -hmm. Obviously, a conversation. I think sometimes when your opposite ends, it's a more interesting conversation, and it could be a bigger deal. But do you think or believe that the partner should be on the same level? So, like, let's say you have one partner that does not ever share, like uh-huh. ever, ever, and the other shares somewhat regularly. Do you think that's an issue? Like, would you look at that as a red flag? Um. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at that as a red flag, but I would be curious about it. Like, I would raise an eyebrow, like, hmm, interesting. And it's all about perception. Unfortunately, the world that we live in is all about perception. Perception is reality sometimes. So as much as, like you just said, one person could just be like, I never post on social media. Like, so I'm so, yeah. post you, right? And the other person, yeah. like, I post 10 times a day, so yeah. I'm going to post it you. It would be kind of weird. Like, I post everything I'm doing, and if I'm doing a lot with you, then... I'm going to show it a lot. Exactly. Um, kind of weird. I think the part that is, but I can completely understand that when it's that difference. The, usually when the red flag comes in of like the eyebrow comes in is where it's not that big of a difference in how frequently they post okay, it. Yeah. But like yeah. their content is so different where one person yeah. is posting the other person way more. Or like there's just yeah. way more evidence of that person in their like social media life. Or I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If a guy's social media page does not have the girl at all mm-hmm. but i know that like if the girl was the same i'd be like oh that's probably just their personality their relationship how it works blah 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 but if i i don't know in the back of my mind if i notice that a guy like never posts his girl like ever 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 and the girl always does him i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna look at that like mm, i wonder i wonder why that is like does he Especially, and I'm not gonna lie. I also have like a very um, what's it called? I have a double standard when it comes to this because I I definitely wouldn't think that with the other way around. Like if the guy posted the girl, I would say much more than the girl posts the guy. I wouldn't really have that red flag thought in my mind. Would you? I I would either way. Yeah, I don't think it makes a difference for me. It's like. Mm-hmm. If one person is posting way more than the other person, then I am looking and just like, you know, it just one That's just my bias coming into play. Of course, like, yeah. Me thinking that guys are more shady and they're more strategic like, with I, Yeah, I wouldn't think about that. I would think like there's just something there. But at the same time, like I have known people, I have seen people that like will post someone all the time, but yeah. that's the representation. Yeah, that's right. true. That's very so true. Kind of like, that's so true. So go you can't really make any solid judgments based off of exactly. social media at exactly. all. At all. So you're right. And like that's why I'm acknowledging I have a double standard that makes absolutely no sense because the girl could be doing shady shit too. But I don't know why. Like in my mind a girl who's like, oh I'm never on social media so I don't 
ever really post him uh-huh. versus a guy who says that where and and he has a partner that's posting all the time like hmm, like not even on her birthday like she's like what is going on there yeah but i definitely don't have that feeling at all obviously if the person doesn't have social media i actually love that i welcome that like i would love a guy not to have it or a guy who like legit never uses it like meaning not just not posting but also never like goes on to even look or peruse then i would i would get that because there's many guys who literally have like dormant accounts basically Uh but there's the guys who have fake dormant accounts where it looks dormant because they never post, but they be on that shit all the time. I mean, that's I think that's story. yeah, I think that's a, lo- a lot of people use social media like that, yeah. which makes yeah. sense because it's like they don't want to post, they don't want to share, they just want to connect with people. Yeah, just do yeah, other yeah, people yeah. Sharing. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, for me, I mean, it goes back to it's all about perception, right? Like, like you said, you can't make any real judgments off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's, real life. It's, it's all fake shit, life. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes what it looks like matters a little bit. A bit. Yeah. Like if we go back to the whole social <laughs> media thing, like looking at what it looks like for a reason. Yeah. Like I will say I've been validated quite a bit with guys who I know never show their girl. And I know that they're the guys that use social media to pick up girls all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the reason why they can't really go around parading the fact that they're in a relationship. Um, so I've been validated in that sense so many times where I have it in the other way around where a girl who's not really posting her guy, most times it has nothing to do with her, you know, fidelity. But again, acknowledging my bias, acknowledging that I'm sure it goes both ways, but I'm just, obviously when you make perceptions, it's based on your experience and what you've seen, what you've been exposed to. So hence my, hence my double standards. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. And I think that, I don't think it's a one-to-one relationship or even yeah. probably not even that strong of a correlation, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that people, social media um, behavior doesn't always match up with their real life and it's yeah, not necessarily indicative of their real life. People yeah. literally create what they want to create online. So for me, my biggest issue is just always like, if you're creating what you want to create online, why don't you want to include like your partner in it? Like they don't have to be all over it, but like, why is it such a why is it such a bad thing? That's that's only that's the only thing I ever feel strongly about. Is like mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to, but when you tell me you are never going to or you would never, that's mm-hmm. when I look at you funny, like, oh, like why? Like what exactly? But I understand it because people don't necessarily want to face when things change or if things change. They don't want to have to deal with people asking or wondering or they don't want to have to go back and delete posts and like Okay, on this same on kind of question in terms of like a lopsidedness about it would you feel some type of way if your partner never posted you i so i would i would so it's two things right like you said it depends on all the other factors like how often yeah yeah, yeah, of course yeah let's just assume they're like average and all those yeah like they post them not not all the time, but they post like not not using it yeah somewhat regularly i would feel some type of way in general, because of yeah. like, oh, like you just don't ever have a reason to post me. Like you said, like it's never my birthday. Like it's never like yeah. there's yeah. never nothing that you feel like oh, let me just post yeah. for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would definitely feel something about that. Okay. But the other thing I think that would make me feel a way is if you're also completely willing or able to post other people, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like other people can post you, and you're like happy about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I do think that happens sometimes where it's like, oh, like you post this person as just your friend, like, mm-hmm. like you know, like you just regular life stuff. Like, oh, you go out and you're like at dinner with your friends and you're mm-hmm. posting all your friends. But like if you're at dinner with me, you can never post. That's going to that make me just think about it, like just the why. And like I said, it's yeah. not, I'm not going to make any real judgments off of it, but it's just a question that I would rather not have to even have pop in my head for yeah. any amount of time. Yeah. But now, like, I have to think about it for a second of, like, oh, like, why is it that you would never post me, but you would post everyone but me? Like, that makes me, like, there's no complete logical reason that will 100% satisfy me. So I would definitely Mm -hmm. go away. But it's not the biggest of deals. Like, I don't need social media to validate who I am or my status or anything like that. But you would definitely have to, like... I'll probably bring it up at least once and I would need some type of explanation and I won't be satisfied, but at least I would have that and be like, okay, fine. You, you told me something. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I would feel some type of way if it's like never, ever, ever, and I know that the someone that they are somebody who posts pretty regularly or spend a good amount of time on social media, then uh-huh. I would feel like, okay, is there a specific reason? Like, what's going on here? So, like you you already mentioned at the start of your answer, it depends on their be- like social media behavior prior to us dating. Right. Yeah, so it depends. Or, like, especially if I know that you've posted maybe a previous girlfriend, stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, so what's going on here? Like, <laughs> clearly it's not that you have a stance against posting relationships. So, like, yeah, all things considered, I would feel a way. But if, you know, I know them to really just never post and especially ever post their relationships, then I wouldn't. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, from the point of them posting, like, a previous relationship, I don't know that I would feel... I, I, it's, it's a couple of things. One, I would initially, I can see how like on a face to face, you're like, oh, you can post that person, but not me. Mm-hmm. But I can also see how that could be a reason that they wouldn't want to. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. kind of like oh. Yeah, so that's definitely taking somebody's prior experience into consideration. Exactly. So you're such a fair point. Yeah, like if they really sat me down and told me straight, like, bro, this is how this was like a detriment to my, like day to day or my list, just my life in general. Mm-hmm. And I just can't do that to myself again. Fair. Or if it's like, oh, I'm never posting a relationship until I'm maybe I'm married again. Fair. Like, you know, I won't argue with you if you like literally sit me down yeah. and explain. But like I said, if I'm taking all things considered into into the sauce, then I need to know the person, their behavior, what their, you know, affinity for this type of thing is. And, you know, I can go from there. I can assess from there. Hmm. Um, Okay. I guess last kind of question that's specific to you is like, how would you feel if your partner said, you need to post me? Like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. Like it's been like however long since you've been in a relationship or however long since you posted me last or whatever, whatever reasons they get to the point where they're like, for me to feel more secure, I need you to do this. How would you feel? Hmm. I, th- I think that it's a very weird thing for someone to say. Mm-hmm. I understand where it's coming from. And I think when you are in a relationship, like that level of honesty, sometimes like you reach that, which is good on the surface. It's good. It's a good thing that someone can tell you how they really feel if they really feel that way. I would feel it- it's a weird thing because I would understand. I would want them to tell me. I would feel bad and I would want to correct it because that's just kind mm-hmm. of person I am. But yeah. at the same time, I'm also the kind of person where like if you tell me to do something, mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit like yeah. I can do it, but it just won't feel the same. Like I won't yeah. feel good yeah. about it. Yeah. So it would be like it's kind of like if someone is like, oh, you need to buy me a gift. Like, or oh, you need to apologize to me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, like maybe I was going to do that. But like now that you've actually now said, that you've told me, I don't I'm not feeling now it. It's yeah. like I'm, I'll probably still do it, but I won't have the same energy. Like you're not yeah. Yeah. that it would have been otherwise. Um, um and even on the point of like I've never had anyone, I've never had my girlfriend tell me like you need to post yeah. me. Yeah. I have so I'll give a short, short story. Let's talk about experiences okay. here. Okay. Share a little bit. Um my girlfriend that I'm with now, we've been together for like years, like a hundred mm-hmm. years. But let's say when we first kind of got together, um, maybe a year into our relationship or something like that, I remember it was her birthday. I don't really use social media like that. Like mm-hmm. I use it, but I don't post that much. Like I'm just not, mm-hmm. I try yeah. to have different like, you know, moments. I'm like, okay, I'm going to use it every day and then mm-hmm. never keep it up because I just mm-hmm. don't care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it never... Honest to God, never crossed my mind that like, oh, I should post her for her birthday because I've literally at that point had never posted yeah. anyone for their birthdays. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if anyone had ever posted me, um, maybe, but I don't remember anything specific. So it just was, it just never crossed my mind that like, oh, this is what people do on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I should do that as well. It wasn't an issue. I was with her in real life. We were doing stuff in real life. I was trying to make her have a good day. Like in real life so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking about those social media after the fact it was it wasn't the biggest of issues but it was an issue it did come up mm-hmm, in the sense mm-hmm. of like oh she had like friends that posted her mm-hmm. and then i was like it was basically like everyone posted her except for me mm-hmm. and so like it made me look like oh like you are the only one that didn't post me you didn't care to post me like mm-hmm. we have to have a conversation about it i had to explain myself to be like hey listen like it wasn't even like that. Like I, it just never crossed my mind. Like it wasn't that I chose not to post you. Yeah. It just 
I would never think to post you in a million years. And by the, the time next year. that someone posted you, I was in real life doing stuff. Like I wasn't yeah. really be like, all right, wait, 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 let's stop everything we're doing. I need 30 minutes to go make a post and come up with the like. I, I was just like, nah, you under. I, I just figured that she would understand that, like, if I'm here in real life, social media doesn't matter anymore. But you know, like you said, people need and different life. people need different things in their relationship, and I respect yeah. that they are vocal about it that when they are because. I mean, why hold it in? Like, if you have a partner that you trust and you expect things out of, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to express those things. Exactly. Um, in terms of if somebody asked me to do it, though, I know I wouldn't ask somebody to do that. So, of course, I'm going to react accordingly. Like, I'd be like, what? Like, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I know myself, I probably wouldn't respond well to, like, someone telling me to do it Uh maybe because I would be like but I wouldn't do that to you and like that feels weird and much like you're saying like I don't really like being told what to do I don't know how you can receive it better when you know that it's not coming from a genuine spot like that's how I feel about apologies I will never ask for an apology what I will do is express how I feel about something and hope that you take it upon yourself so if my person express that hey, you know it's been a while since you posted me or you've never posted me and we've been together for two years like what's that about mm-hmm. if they ever opened a conversation like that or like express some side of type of like uneasiness about it then me being me i would probably then you know reflect on it and then choose to do it on my terms how i want to do it you know what i mean yeah but i wouldn't respond well to being told so same like vice versa like if i felt any because i did mention i might feel a bit salty for whatever reason, like you've proven yourself to be the type of person that would do that, or you post everybody else in your life, except me, that type of shit, then yeah, I would probably like express that. But again, I would express that hoping that you realize, okay, what can I do to make her feel better about it, as opposed to telling them what to do? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's how it should be, you should express yourself but mm-hmm. maybe not go to the level of telling someone what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone likes anyone on earth likes being told what to do, and I don't think anyone like responds better when you tell them to do something. Like they're just not. They might do it. I won't lie though. I feel like I've heard many guys say, "I wish you would just say what she wants." Like, oh, I, I don't no, no, no. guess. So what I'm saying is. Like, you can express yourself and say what you want without making it an order, right? You yeah, don't feel like, yeah, you know, yeah. you have to post me yeah, to be yeah. happy or something. Like, you can, mm-hmm. like you said, you can express like, hey, you haven't posted me, like, in 10 years, and that doesn't really make me feel good. Like, mm-hmm. just the fact, mm-hmm. honestly, for, like, someone that's emotionally intelligent enough, hopefully, mm-hmm. just the fact that you've said, like, hey, you've never, you haven't posted me in 10 years, you don't even have to say anything else. You've already expressed yeah. your point. Because that person gonna be like, oh, so you care about me posting you and yeah. want me to post you? Because if you didn't care and didn't want me to, you wouldn't say never anything. say it. Like it would never come up. So it's good to express yourself and say what you want, but don't tell anyone what to do because mm-hmm. at that point they're gonna be defensive. Like human beings are gonna be defensive or stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. nah, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to love you. Even exactly. though you know, it's good to tell someone how you need to be loved. <laughs> yeah. It's all about tact and how you do something. Like, that's just how life is. So yes. just keep that in mind when you're trying to navigate this, like, I guess, PDA aspect of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a final question and we can kind of wrap up the episode. Um, on the whole PDA thing, I know we kind of stuck to the social media angle, which is mm-hmm. fun. There's the real life angle as well, right? People show PDA, hugging, kissing, touching. So I guess it's PDA when it's all good and dandy and when it is a public display of affection. (laughs) But I guess like in the vein of like Sweetie and Quavo and like others that we've seen and, and, you know, reality life and in celebrity world, like I feel like there's public displays of what is the term <laughs> like um <laughs> a break, of of this dismantlement <laughs> public display of just you know scattering of the relationship so yeah. that that i can unequivocally say i can't really rock with that like yeah i i definitely cringe quite a bit like i said it's not just a celebrity world it's also in reality like many relationships you know come to their demise on social media and that's always so cringy and yeah and it's it's and that's the one that i'm more worried about how it looks yeah just the long-term things because the thing that people oftentimes don't realize is one either in the moment or afterwards 
they don't realize that like you can change your mind like you yeah it's actually like i don't know what the percentages are but it happens so much that it's i expect any couple that i see break up i expect them to get back together until they don't like yeah so yeah. why would you go yeah. online and like tell even not even just online even telling people sometimes like sharing a lot of information as to why you're no longer together I don't even like that because it's like mm-hmm. you're gonna make people hate this person or feel a way about it. Then you're gonna change your mind, and then they're gonna refuse to change your mind, and then now it's a whole thing. You know what I mean? Because now yeah. like, your friend is like, "Oh, I can never respect him. He cheated on you twenty times." But you like you're able to get over it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. she's never gonna get over it. She's always gonna feel away. Like it's just not good. Like it just. I understand people like to share their emotions, and sometimes you need someone to be with you. You need people to understand your your side of things. Just try, to me, I always say like try to limit it to as little as possible. Like how many people? Need yeah, to be like choose the people in your life that you know, like you're describing here, like that won't judge or won't expect you to make certain decisions or come to their own conclusions based off of what you're sharing, and and not be able to think of like the bigger picture or respect your boundaries, respect like the fact that yeah, maybe I did complain about this person X amount of times, but I'm still, you know working at my relationship like if you know that the people that you're potentially exposing this part of your life to might not think like that then why even bother yourself with that like if you're going to have a negative adverse reaction to somebody who doesn't accept your decisions then yeah you should probably think twice but there are certain people who don't give a fuck it's like you can agree with me you cannot you can hate my boyfriend you cannot like i don't really care so if you're that type of person maybe you know putting your business on front street doesn't really disturb you because you're like, regardless of what people see or think or express back to me, I don't really give a fuck. Then maybe, yeah, maybe you're the type of candidate that, you know, can welcome all the prying eyes on your relationship. But I don't feel like most people are like that. So with that in mind, be selective about who you expose your life to. Yeah. And, oh, and, and on that point, final point about the whole social media thing with PDA, there is this great feature that Instagram has, I'm pretty sure Facebook has it. I'm pretty Ooh, sure, I don't know about Twitter. Yeah, Snapchat has it. Close friends. It's like the greatest thing. I don't use it because I don't post anything anyway. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have thing. to like let everyone know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You can share without having everyone like know. And let, like you said, sharing it with people that you care to share it with. And it's actually a very good feature because it makes you think about who exactly do I need to share stuff with? Who exactly am I okay with seeing it? Because people also forget that like they have a thousand followers and they really like in their minds when they post, they only think of like the hundred or 200 that actually like their pictures. Yeah. But like there's like yeah, five, seven so people that see it that just don't do anything, that don't interact, but they saw yeah. it. They're keeping yeah. track. They're aware. Yeah. So the close friends thing is actually a very like it's a great feature, probably the best feature that they've added recently. Um, people should use it. <laughs> you should use it. Yep, agreed. All right, shall we shout out some people? Um, yeah, why not? Um, where do you want to start? I don't really have any shout outs at the tip of my tongue outside of yeah, I love the African um, representation at the Grammy, so I'm so proud of the likes of Burna Boy and Whisk Kid because obviously mm-hmm. they're repping Nigeria, but um, many Africans and just people of color in general won, so that was great. Like to see some black excellence up in her. Um, but yeah, what else do you have? I feel like we haven't bigged up Women's History Month yet. I don't think we have, and it's coming to a close. Yeah. So, more yeah. shout-outs to that. Um, me being a woman, I love to see it. Um, I actually was in class the day after Women's History Day, or maybe the week of it. I don't remember. But either way, my professor had, like, a little soliloquy for, like, the first five minutes talking about how he was raised by women. Like, he has, like, I think it was, like, four older sisters and, like, obviously his mom and how, like, you know, he had no brothers or whatever, and he was raised by, you know, a village of women and he loved it. And like, he, he bigs up his female students all the time because I'm in like, I guess a STEM leaning type of um, program. So he loves to see his students in that, his female students, I should say in that realm. And like, he was just so sweet and cute about it. So I was like, wow, it felt good. I loved it. You know, you wouldn't think you cared so much about what a stranger said, but it was so sweet just because he's like this, like, um, hispanic like older guy who just you wouldn't have expected it from but he was so cute about it but so anyway say all that to say shout outs to my women out there 
Um, yeah. I know I love it when it comes around this time of year. So hope it's the same for y'all. Yeah, yeah, no, shout out to definitely to all of the women that are loved and appreciated by all of us. I actually do have a couple shout outs and they happen okay. to be women. So, you know. Great. No, no, I was going to shout out Tenny. Tenny's album came out. Uh, it's called. It is. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. Um, Honestly, no, as, I haven't been so excited about Tenny for a while, but I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to it. I feel like I read one good review. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I mean, she can't really make bad music. It's just that, you know, sometimes you expect a lot out of people. So I hope that I'm trying to lower my expectations so I can really mm-hmm. like, judge it fairly. But shout out to her because releasing an album is not that easy or simple, um, especially when you build up the hype that she has. So hopefully the album is well received and, you know, does good things for her. Um, and my last shout out is to the newest president of Tanzania. Mm. First female president of Tanzania. Yeah, that's lit. A sworn in or one of those mm-hmm. type of things. Um, her name, her name is Samia Suduhu Hassan. So mm. shout out to her. Um, I feel like Africa, as as much as Africa be backwards, like we've actually done a an increasingly better job of electing women. Electing women, like yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's so, so true. Better than North America for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to see. Um, oh, I want to shout out this other woman, but I don't know her name. But I'm sure you guys probably saw the rounds on Twitter. The I want to say she's the head of like housing or something. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, I don't remember her name too. I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember her name, but shout out to her because she definitely brought some, you know, some some good energy into that room. Great like, energy. Like, uh, yeah. Hello, like are you? <laughs> you always love the person that does that because yeah, yeah, speaking like, for what everybody else is thinking. Yeah, like it's mad yeah. annoying. Why should I say something and you guys yeah. are quiet? Like say hi yeah. back. Like yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Shout out to her and shout out to all of our listeners for listening we shall be back next week undoubtedly mm-hmm. right Faye? undoubtedly i will be there <laughs> all right peace bye